Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 246, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. We have reached our 50th week of God's Big Story. That means there are just 15 episodes left before we're finished. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how was your weekend? Oh, it was good, Dave. You know, I, I went for a walk. I watched some cartoons. Okay, so well, what cartoons do you like? Oh, well, this weekend, well, I was watching this one about this mm, sort of goofy cow and his human friend called Shaggy, and, yeah, they drive around with their other friends in a van, you know, solving mysteries. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, it's called Scooby Moo. Yeah, and when they solve a mystery, the bad guy always says, Oh, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky calves. Yeah, that's the best bit. Okay, gotcha, Marv. Well, it's Monday. Are you ready to recap? Oh, you betcha, Dave. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. We gotta squeeze more than we've ever squeezed before. Three, two, one, and go. Creation and the fall and the patriarchs and God's covenant. Moses, Passover in the wilderness and Ten Commandments. Joshua in the promised land, Judges and then Ruth. Yeah, then kings, we'd Saul, David, another covenant. Solomon builds the temple. Kingdom splits, Israel falls to the Assyrians, Judah falls to the Babylonians. Seventy years in exile and Jerusalem is rebuilt. Four hundred years of silence. Jesus is born, he grows up, he's baptized, he's tempted and he calls his disciples. Yeah, loads of miracles, turns water to wine, there's healings, there's casting out demons, walking on water. Yep, lots of teaching, parables. Jesus meets Elijah and Moses and he raises Lazarus. Yeah, he enters Jerusalem on a donkey, goes against the Pharisees, and then he shows Passover is all about him, then he's arrested. Peter denies him three times, he's sentenced to death and nailed to a cross. And when he dies, the sky goes dark, the earth shakes, and the curtain in the temple is torn. On the third day he rises, meets Mary and the disciples. Yeah, shows Thomas his wounds, restores Peter, and ascends to heaven. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost, the church is growing, the disciples are doing miracles, they're arrested and then freed. Yeah, but then Stephen is killed, Paul's going after the Christians, so the church scatters. Philip takes the gospel to Samaria, but then Paul is converted and he joins the church. Yeah, then Peter is praying and he sees a sheep with animals and God tells him to eat. Phew, good work, Marvin. Another one in the bag and only two more of those to go. Yeah, then what will we do on Mondays, Dave? I can only imagine, Marvin. But let's get to our reading for today. Now, on Friday, we heard the first half of a story when the Roman commander called Cornelius saw an angel who told him to send for Peter. Yeah, yeah, and then like we just said in the recap, Peter was praying and he saw that big old sheet with all the animals in it. That's right. And if you remember, Peter didn't want to eat them because of the laws that God had given Moses. But God told him that if he said something was clean and to eat, well, then it was clean and he should eat. So today we're going to hear the second half of that story. Okay, great, great. Yeah, so who's reading for us today? Today we're back to our young friend Lois. Oh, hi, Lois. Hi, guys. Today we will be reading Acts chapter 10, verses 24 to 48. The following day, he arrived in Sisera. Cornelius was expecting them. He had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him. As a sign of respect, he fell at Peter's feet, but Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. As he was talking with Cornelius, Peter went inside. There he found a large group of people. He said to them, You know that it is against the law for a Jew to enter a Gentile home. 
A Jew shouldn't have any close contact with a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not say anyone is not pure and clean. So when you sent for me, I came without asking any questions. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago, at this very hour, I was in my house praying. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man in shining clothes stood in front of me. He said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer. He has remembered your gifts to poor people. Send someone to Joppa to get Simon Peter. He is a guest in the home of another Simon who works with leather. He lives by the sea. So I sent for you right away. It was good of you to come. Now we are all here and God is here with us. We are ready to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realise how true it is that God treats everyone the same. He said, He accepts everyone from every nation. He accepts anyone who has respect for him and does what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel. It is the good news of peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. You know what has happened all through the area of Judea? It started in Galilee after John preached about baptism. You know how God appointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power? Jesus went around doing good. He healed all who were under the devil's power. God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by nailing him to a cross. But on the third day, God raised him from the dead. God allowed Jesus to be seen. But he wasn't seen by all the people. He was seen only by us. We are the witnesses whom God had already chosen. We ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people. He told us to tell the people that he is the one appointed by God to judge the living and the dead. All the prophets tell about him. They say that all who believe in him have their sins forgiven through his name. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. Some Jewish believers had come with Peter. They were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. They heard them speaking in languages they had not known before. They also heard them praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can keep these people from being baptised with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a couple of days. Thanks, Lois. Okay, Dave, yeah, so the whole sheet with the animal thing, well, yeah, that wasn't just about animals, huh? No, that's right, Marvin. God was preparing Peter for what he, God, was going to do when he sent Peter to Cornelius's house. You see, God's people for thousands of years were to keep separate from the Gentiles. They were to be different. But Jesus' death and resurrection had changed things for God's people. Before, God's people worshipped at the temple and only the Jews could enter there. They were set apart to be different. But now, well, now the curtain in the temple was torn. People would worship God in a new way, not just Jews. The door had been opened for Gentiles to join God's people. And so God was showing Peter that, well, things are different now. Things which before weren't allowed, because of Jesus, those things have changed. Okay, yeah. And then the Holy Spirit did his thing again, huh? 
Yeah, that's right. Just like had happened with the Jews in Jerusalem and just like it happened with the Gentiles who heard Philip in Samaria, the Holy Spirit fills these Gentile believers and Peter realizes what God is teaching him and so he orders that they be baptized into the church. Yeah, this church keeps on growing, huh, Dave? Yep, it does. You know, boys and girls, before Peter saw that vision, he just did not see this coming. But you know what? Sometimes God might lead us in a direction that we never expected. Sometimes we think we know where we're going and what we're going to do. We have it all planned out. But then it turns out that God has some different ideas. How do you mean, Dave? Well, Marvin, I used to think that I was going to be an architect. I went to university to learn how to design buildings. But, well, God had some different plans for me. Yeah, now here you are, spending your days talking to a small cow. Yep. Lucky old me. (laughs) But Marvin, the point is, if we're going to follow Jesus, that means we follow him. Now, it's not bad to make our own plans, but if God's plans are different to our plans, well then, if we belong to Jesus, then his plans need to win. Because you know what? His plans are just always better than ours. So, boys and girls, the question to think about today is, will you put Jesus in charge of your life like that? Will you make his plan for your life the plan for your life? Will you spend your whole life following wherever he will lead you, even if it's going somewhere or doing something that you never dreamed of? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure going to try, Dave. Yep, me too, Marvin. Now, boys and girls, let's have some fun. Today, let's ask mums or dads or, or grannies or grandas or whoever is an older Christian that you can talk to, well, ask them if and how following Jesus, putting him in charge, led them to something or somewhere or someone that they would never have planned on on their own. How is their life different because of following God's plan? But, well, as for us, that's where we'll leave it. And we'll be back tomorrow to hear what happened as word of what Peter had done started to spread. Okay, great. Yeah, well, see you tomorrow, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.